and welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots, including Christmas pilots, and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Guiding your sleigh every single day. Is that what you do? Well, at least I'm whipping you. (laughs) I'm fine with this. (laughs) (laughs) Makes one of us. (laughs) The scars never heal. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I know. I don't whip it deep enough. I don't whip it deep enough. <laughs> just, just enough. <laughs> scars are cool. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Today is potentially the shortest podcast you're ever going to get on this show because we watched Dash, Dash and Lily. Lily. Do you want to give a show synopsis real quick? Of um, course. For Dash and Lily. <laughs> A whirlwind holiday romance builds as cynical Dash and optimistic Lily trade dares, dreams, and desires in the notebook they pass back and forth at locations all across New York City. That's right. This is a brand new Netflix show made this season. It was only 23 minutes long. It was only 23 really easy breezy 23 minutes. Easy breezy minutes. Oh man, that went by so So fast. So fast. So fast. It stars Austin Abrams as Dash. He was in Gangster Squad and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, you know, you told me that, but I still don't recognize him from he, that. The Scarecrow Kid. You don't recognize him as the bully Scarecrow Kid? God, no. Oh, really? I guess I had forgotten him completely. Yeah, yeah. I loved Scary Stories to Tell in the it's Dark. It's a good movie. I, I loved it. Like I said, I've said this before. I think Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is a perfect transitional horror movie yeah. for a kid. Mm-hmm. When they're not really watching Hotel Transylvania right. anymore, <laughs> but they're not quite ready for The Shining. Yes. It's a good yeah. movie to kind of, and I think Del Toro yes. does a good job of, of that. I think so too. We have Midori Francis as Lily. She was in The Birch and Ocean's 8. I don't remember her. I haven't her in... seen Ocean's 8. Yes, we did. Did I? With uh, Sandra Bullock. I don't. We liked it. Did I? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trust me, you liked it. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Dante. <laughs> Thanks for telling me what I like and what I don't like. Well. <laughs> you know, actually, guys, it is very helpful. <laughs> it's like, trust me, I, I know what you like. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't think it did very well in the theaters, but I thought okay. it was enjoyable. Okay. You know. Dante Brown as Boomer. He was in Lethal Weapon, the series. And... <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's canceled now. They made a TV show yes. of Lethal Weapon. Yes. And we haven't watched it. No. Uh- <laughs> it has uh, Damon Waynes okay. as Murtaugh and some asshole that eventually got... <laughs> Sorry, he got fired for being an asshole on the wow, set. Really? Yeah, and they replaced him with um, Stifler from <laughs> uh, American right. Pie or whatever. And then it went like another season, then it quit. Uh, but you know who's in it? Mm. Oh, God. Is it Maggie Lawson from Psych? No, I don't think it's her. There's a the the female lead in it is someone we know from a show we like. Oh, really? I just can't remember who at the Then time. why don't we put it on our list of pilots to watch? Well, we'll probably have to do it next uh, All right. spring. And since it's canceled now, it would be a good yeah. time to see if like, maybe it should have been canceled, maybe it shouldn't have been okay. canceled. You know? We have Troy Iwata as Langston. He was in Katie Keene and Ray Donovan. I don't think we've seen Troy yet. I don't think Langston. Yeah, I don't think we know. And then... There's Agnita Thacker and... Uh, Question mark. IMDb didn't give her character names. Okay. So I picked the people who were supposedly in the most episodes. Okay. Maybe Link... No, Langston wouldn't be the bookstore guy, I don't think. 
I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, she was in Daredevil. Uh, I'm assuming the TV show and okay. the Blacklist. This was released this month, mm-hmm. so you know, "Mood" by 24K Golden is uh-huh. the number one song. It was November 10th, 2020, by the way. Okay. And the number one movie is "Let Him Go." I do. I, not do, know I don't what know that, that one is. About. Okay. Would you like to give me some predictions of what you thought? Yeah, this show I was so off. Be? I was okay. so off. But I'm glad I was wrong. Okay, okay, okay. Because this exceeded everything. Right. I love this. Okay. Oh, my, spoiler alert. Yeah, my spoiler, really enjoyed yeah, this, I legit like this. The show. I legit like this. That's why this episode is probably going to be... I have zero notes. I did not write down anything. Yeah, I think I have like six things. I didn't write down anything. <laughs> so okay. what was your prediction? Let's see how close Two besties will Ooh. finally realize how much they love each other after spending loads of bad dates with losers. Oh, I kind of like your. I kind of <laughs> like yours, but it does. It's definitely not what this is. No, definitely not. I, I mean, again, I I was a little bit of a cheat because I have to get the synopsis before uh-huh. I do this. My or you pr- could always write your expectations before, before you get a synopsis. I probably should. But I said I think this is going to be a Christmas themed Harold and Maude, except without the charm, wit, talent, or age differences in the leads. And I said, actually, it will be nothing like Harold and Maude. This will be bad. <laughs> so I was, I was totally wrong. Wow. I mean, it is a, it's got a Harold and Maude type tone, I suppose, but it's definitely not Harold and Maude. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't know Harold and Maude. You should watch it. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into that, do you want to have some Christmas facts? You know I do. You know you do? You know I do. Well, Merry Christmas, because we've Thanks. moved on from monsters now, and we're going into some holiday traditions from around the world. Okay. And today, we are going to talk about the Welsh wassailing tradition of the Mari Lloyd and its association with the Feast of the Ass. <laughs> <laughs> You mean as in donkey? <laughs> the feast of the ass. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of rim jobs. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And it, it, you should not be thinking about rim jobs. I should be you thinking should be about think- donkeys. You should be thinking about the festival that commemorates Mary and Joseph's flight to Egypt. How is that an ass? It's a donkey. They rode a donkey. Well, that's what I said. It's a donkey. <laughs> and you didn't say yes. You just kept telling me I, it's a flight. <laughs> and I kept being like, no, it is no. totally about analingus. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, question. Yes, ma'am. Uh, why are butts called asses? Um, that's a great question. Yeah, thanks. It's <laughs> a fantastic question. I'm sure one of our listeners because knows the answer to that. why would you call a donkey an ass and then your own butt an ass? When I always thought... Is we, it because you're sitting on the donkey and therefore your ass is the ass? <laughs> perhaps. I don't know. I don't know why you call someone... Because when you call someone an ass, you're not necessarily calling them a butt, although you could be. But you're you not calling them, them a donkey, though. If you call them a jackass, you're calling them a donkey. Yeah. But if you call them an ass, you're calling them a butt. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. a great question. Okay. We should really dive into that. Let's in our, not. Our Continue. sister <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> we really should have a podcast like that. Every day I'm always like, hey, honey, what is, what is this? And you're like, how am I supposed to know? And yet every day I expect an answer. I expect an answer. <laughs> in Wales, in the mid-19th century, early 20th century, the Mari Lloyd was used to participate in a tradition where people would take the skull of some kind of equine animal, oh, a horse or yeah. a donkey. Okay. Decorate it with ribbons, sure. cover it with a sheet, mm-hmm. and sing songs through the streets 
all while cosplaying people from various Punch and Judy characters. Like, uh, remember the other day when we were watching that Punch and Judy short and like, and Punch was literally punching his wife? Yes, yes, like, I those remember characters. that. Okay, oh my God, okay. <laughs> it was like sanctioned like spousal abuse right. for entertainment for children. Lovely, okay. <laughs> and here's a picture, I'm gonna, let's look. Let's okay, know. okay, ready? Oh God! What? Did they put an ornament in the eye socket? Yes, they put an ornament, a green ornament oh. in his eye socket to give it a really unnerving do, look. Do you just carry it with you where you go? Or like, is it on a stick? You carry it on a stick. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, no. 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 So you don't, you don't, no. You don't want to move to Cardi? No. I love Wales. <laughs> I love everything Welsh. Yes. But not this. <laughs> this is hideous. Not this. It was part of a wassailing tradition, and uh, for people who don't know, wassailing mm -hmm. was a lot like caroling, but like way more aggressive. <laughs> Joy to the world, bitches! <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it was just these drunk mooks who would pound <laughs> on your door, brandishing a skull, Jesus. dressed like a freak show, and they'd just start singing at you. Oh my god. And your job when they finished their song was to as the frightened homeowner. <laughs> yeah, throw money at them. <laughs> would be to deny their entry by way of singing back to them. Oh, kind so of, like flighting. Kind of like flighting. Ah, nice. <laughs> All right. Oh, for those of you who don't know, flighting is like a rap battle. Yeah, for only for Norse. <laughs> for white people who can't really rhyme. <laughs> uh, they would then respond with another song. So the, okay. then the aggressors <laughs> in this situation okay. would then respond. This would continue until they had worn down the homeowner by the sweet sound of their Noels that the homeowner would let them in, relent, feed them, give them drink. It was like a musical home invasion, basically. Okay, now that's fun. <laughs> so long as nothing else happened, so long as it was like, yeah, okay, eat my Christmas ham. What if you just weren't like ready? What if you just weren't ready for like the wassailing though? I think you would be. Do you like hide? I think you would be. And I think you would be like, you'd make sure the windows are closed, yeah. all the lights are off, and be like, they're coming down the street. Make sure it's, <laughs> keep the lights off, keep the lights off. Be quiet, be quiet. Be the quiet. demon horse head is coming down the street. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like a hoot. That, that sounds like hoot and holler. Yeah, that sounds fun. So we could maybe, uh, we'll, we'll go to our unsuspecting neighbors. <laughs> and they have no idea and call the cops on us. And they'll be like, uh, they'll be like, oh, it's a bunch of carolers. And they'll be like, thank you. And then we'll like, no. just stare at them. <laughs> Until, you have to sing back at you us You have now. to sing back at us. The horse head says sing back to us. <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah, and they sing jingle bells. And then we sing back at them again. <laughs> And we don't leave, ever. We just keep, we inch the <laughs> demon horse head closer to them. And they're like, let us in your house. Oh my god, that would be terrifying. We will sail you. Now, I think people would have to know what's happening. <laughs> I think it's way funnier if they don't, though. We'd get the cops caught yeah, on yeah, us. <laughs> okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. Are you familiar with the nativity? Yes. <laughs> okay. Can you name the figures of the nativity scene? Yeah. All right, name them. You got me. your three wise men. Three. Get, you got your three wise men. You got men. your three wise men. You got Joseph and Mary and baby G. Mm -hmm. You've got the angel. You've got the shepherds and some sheep. Yeah. All right. And sometimes some like donkeys or whatever. Yeah. Farm animals. Well, if you lived in Catalonia, mm -hmm. you may also have an additional figure. Oh, no. Called... The Kaganar. <laughs> okay, what's this band she doing? <laughs> she flying around nude on a broomstick too? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so along with your typical figures, uh -huh. 
you'd also have El Caganar,、uh-huh. which I'm probably saying that terribly,、okay. and I apologize to our Spanish-speaking listeners, but it translates into the pooper. <laughs> What? <laughs> Does she go around cleaning up the poop? Oh the no!、Farm? She bathes them in poop. <laughs> no, this little figurine.、Mm-hmm. Rather than genuflecting and worshiping the baby G,、mm-hmm. this figure, usually a male, okay, would be, be taking a big old dump in the background. Why? <laughs> Bare butt out, pile of poop. What? Beneath him. <laughs> what? I have to have this for my nativity now. Isn't that well, great? I, yes. <laughs> Because great? what? This is crazy weird, and I have to have it. Often it was usually just some generic Catalonian dude wearing his Catalonian garb. Like Why is he pooping? Get, get to the Y! Get to the Y! Get to the Y! <laughs> But also these days they also have like the visage of famous politicians or celebrities.、Okay. So you might have like. So it'd be Ben Affleck taking a dump in our nativity. Yeah. yeah. Ben、What? Affleck was your go-to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind him taking a dump in our nativity. I was gonna say George Clooney. But okay. <laughs> that was your go-to. Like I'm not even a fan of him. I just think it'd be funny if he's taking a dump. <laughs> George Clooney is objectively hilarious to think of as taking a dump. No, Ben Affleck is objectively <laughs> hilarious to taking a dump in our nativity. Shout, email us. Let us know who you think is <laughs> the perfect celebrity for taking, taking a, a dump, dump in your nativity. But it might be like Obama or, yeah. or Trump yeah. or yeah. Biden. Any of these people、right. would be taking a dump. <laughs> It's like a little pile of turds. <laughs> Um, so you want to know why? Why? No one knows why. Really? <laughs> He came to be included in the nativity, but the first one was officially recorded as happening in the late 17th century. Okay. But recent archaeological finds suggest it might be even older than that. Although there's some debate about、right. that. So like they in an archaeological. Was he so excited he pooped himself? <laughs> Maybe. Well, here are some theories. Okay. We can go through that.、Okay. that there's your theory. He was so excited. <laughs> he was so excited he, he pooped literal himself. pooped himself.、Yeah. Like the Son of God. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's angels everywhere. You got the Son of God. That's got to be exciting, right? Yeah, that's got to be. No, that was. And and slightly terrifying. So、yeah. you've got this excitement and fear. And you yeah. Poop yourself. Okay. <laughs> so some people theorize that he represents the fertilization of the world. No, no,、uh, you don't poop on effect, the world. <laughs> in effect, bringing new life to the earth, much as Jesus would. <laughs> no, f that. I think that is stretching、don't, it. Yeah, no. I think that is like. I think、no. that's like the BS answer、yeah. you give your priest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no, that's BS. Oh no, he's bringing life to yeah, the world. No, no, that's what Mary did. She brought the life. Since many of the newer ones are of famous people, it's often seen as like a humbling figure, basically saying no matter how high you climb, you always take a dump. You're always a shitty dumper. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not Jesus. Like,、right. guess what? You yeah, you're、poop. not baby G. Yeah, you're still got a、yeah. poop. You know? Oh, okay. I kind of like that. I like、one. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, basically, I'm gonna say this terribly. In this region of of Spain,、mm-hmm. the nativity scenes are actually quite large. Okay. Like, think of like scale models for like, like、uh, oh oh, the Well of Souls in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And、uh, they were called pesebres. Okay. And usually the the caganar was like hidden in there. Huh. So, like in the center of it would be. So the, you'd be looking at this nativity, and you're like, "Oh, look at these beautiful wise men!" Suddenly, you see a dude taking a dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or like someone might be putting up their laundry, and then this、okay. guy, and it was kind of like a fun little Easter egg for kids to find the person taking a dump. Yeah, like yeah, it was like a where's Waldo? Fun. If Waldo was pooping. Fun. <laughs> 
Um, you know our boys would love that. Uh, see, it's fun. <laughs> you you were being hilarious. so sarcastic, and then they you just thought about poop it first. Is hilarious. You, you took like five seconds to think about it. You know that is pretty fun. To kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's important that in terms of blasphemy, mm-hmm. it's generally given a pass, as it doesn't detract from the sacred. I don't it, know. I'm kind of ignoring Baby G in order to find the poop and dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, they try to argue that it puts more focus on like. Mm. The I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Uh, but they, they were like pointed out, you wouldn't put one on a depiction of the crucifix. like. Or, oh, you know, right, right. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't like. Yeah, you're not going to put a pooping little Hummel figurine <laughs> on top of a cross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> El Caganar is tolerated in some Catholic churches in the region. Uh, so they do put it on the cross. <laughs> but, <laughs> but mostly... I, I think it's mostly for people's private nativities. Okay. Some churches do put them in there. Right. But okay. like mostly the cool churches. The cool churches. I have a yeah. sense of humor. Yeah. But it's also want to point out that Catalonia also has a second poop-related Christmas tradition. Okay. Now we're getting into fecophilia. <laughs> yeah. You can have one dude pooping, <laughs> but you can't add another. <laughs> My eyebrow raises at you, Catalonia. <laughs> In this uh, tradition is the Tio de Nadal, which apparently is a big log, a big brown log that you feed daily up until Christmas until it releases its bowels and a bunch of candy comes out for the kids. Out of his butthole. Yeah, but it's already a log, so it's like poop, pooping, poop. That's gross. (laughs) And I'm not eating poop candy. And it should also be pointed out <laughs> that a Catalan saying that they they say a lot roughly translates as eat well, it heartily, and don't be afraid of death. Wow. Okay. So they're, they're very... They're really into pooping. They're really into pooping. And here we go. I got a picture for you. Okay. Excellent. Oh! <laughs> oh my God. He's got a stack of turds. It's like the emoji he's turd. Got his, it is the emoji turd. Yeah, I love how he's looking at us too. What? Like what? You see me pooping? <laughs> I can't with that. I can't. You know, we have to have that in our nativity now. I'm taking this. Yes. Oh. I need a pooping dude, and we're gonna put Ben Affleck's face on it. Oh my gosh, little Ben Affleck. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, we'll just cut out a picture of Ben Affleck's face, <laughs> and then just put it on this figurine. And yeah. and look at my segue here. This is how little faith I had in Dash and Lily. I said, <laughs> anyway, speaking of big juicy dumps, let's talk about Dash and Lily. But it wasn't a big juicy dump. Those were my expectations. Wow. Were just like so. Yeah, mine too. I was not expecting much from Dash and Lily, but this was this was very cute. This was. Maybe not only one of my favorite shows we've watched on this yeah. for this podcast. Yeah, it put me in a very nice Christmas spirit. Yes, me too. It was like a very good Christmas rom com. Yeah, and it's going to be extended. Obviously, I think it's like eight episodes. Well, I'm kind of terrified of that. I think it, they would have made it into a great movie, but I think if this continues back and forth like this, there's going to be unnecessary conflict. Right. Well, of course, it's going to be. That's going to be like conflict. stupid and pointless. It's right. like just pick up the damn phone. Right. You know. <laughs> a basic rundown of the plot of this particular episode mm-hmm. is: we have Dash, not to be confused with the Incredibles kid, Dashel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Dashel. <laughs> he has come to New York. His father and mother are divorced. His mother's gone to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. His father is where? Is he actually in Sweden or is he um, just not? I don't know. He's just not around. Yeah. We know. But Dash's father thinks he's staying with his mother for Christmas. Mm-hmm. His mother thinks he's staying with his father for Christmas. Mm-hmm. All his friends from school think he's out of town. Yeah. 
and he's wealthy. He's in the one percenter. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and clearly bitchy about the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I hate Christmas because my mom is with her new boyfriend. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, get over yourself. The kid looks a little bit too he's old. He's like 30. You can stop bitching about this. <laughs> well, but he's obviously still a teenager. <laughs> he's supposed to be like, what, 17, 18, He's got to be a teenager because one of the clues... One of the lines was like, you have to be, be a teenager. Because uh, her plan really could attract predators. Yeah, some super creepos, <laughs> you think? But anyway, so he, he wants to spend Christmas by himself. He's not into the whole Christmas mm-hmm. thing. He goes to his favorite bookstore, The Strand, which I don't know if it's a real bookstore, but if it you is... You know, it's funny. I would go there. There is a erotic publisher that goes by Book Strand and uh, stuff. So there there is some Strand stuff. Oh, okay. They should have chosen a different name. You think so? Well, uh, maybe it's a real place, though. Well, maybe. there. Know. I'm sure there's a lot of things called Book Strand or The Strand or right. whatever. But anyway, he wants to go to his favorite bookstore where he's very pedantic about where books are being shelved. shelved. Oh, my God. In his perusing of the bookstore, he finds a book in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. It has no label, so I don't know how he knows it's in the wrong place. Because mm. op- it doesn't belong in between those two books. Mm. Those two books are the same oh, type of book. Same, same so they're book. supposed to be together. Right. But this one was right in between them, and that's what you know sets off his anal activity. Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> he, he ends up opening the book, and it's a book from someone who has a list of clues that he has to decipher. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, first thing I wanted to say, though, about the show, is it weird to you to watch crowded streets nowadays? Without that, masks? Without masks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wow, all y'all did. Like, the the show starts out, it all takes place in New York, New mm-hmm. York City, and it's crowded and it's Christmas time. And my immediate thought was, does this take place in the past or in the future? Hopefully the past. Or the future. Or the future would be or good. Or the future. Let's be optimistic and say the future. <laughs> but yeah. That, I, where COVID's not even a thing anymore. We live in such a weird bubble of time where yeah. with media and stuff where, like, if something doesn't have a mask, it mm-hmm. seems weird. It puts you out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I feel like, wow, you guys are not being safe. Yeah. You're being reckless and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I be I, And not good reckless. Like driving fast. <laughs> Bad reckless. Bad reckless. Yeah. At first I wasn't totally won over by Dash. I did not like him. I felt he was less cynical and more whiny. Yeah, he started off really whiny, but after it gets into his finding the clues, then he's a he's a much better person. Yeah, I mean, he does go from being this portrayed as this very cynical mm-hmm. individual to like a weirdly optimistic dreamer. Yeah, which I preferred. In fact, the turning point for me liking him mm-hmm. was him standing reading The Joys of Gay Sex in front yes. of his ex's best friend. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. And he was like, yeah, I'm trying new things. Yeah, I'm trying new things. You know, things. that like, was funny. Yeah, he, he delivers some good lines. Yeah. In this. There was a legit laugh out loud lines mm-hmm. for me in this movie. And I was like, I like this dude. He's not a homophobe. He's not he's a homophobe. He's totally fine with his masculinity and I'm good with this. Yeah, he's not a yeah, 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 yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. They could have gone with a cheaper joke there, mm-hmm. I think, and instead he dismantled it or, or yeah. whatever. He like subverted it, mm-hmm. so it was like it was good. And she makes him do a whole bunch of ridiculous things like that. He has yeah. to like prove his literary knowledge, his mm-hmm. literary acumen. Yeah. You, and the final thing he has to do is recite. I guess it's I never heard the Jenny song Mitchell's, Mitchell's Christmas. River. Yeah, River. And mm-hmm. he does that until the bookstore owner unplugs it. <laughs> yeah. And says, I'm putting you out of your misery. And he's like, but I didn't get the last clue. And he's like, the last two words you said were the end of the clue. So, yeah. so that made me feel a little better that the bookstore guy was in on it. Yeah. Because, like, well, I guess Well, I'm he... sure she's taking precautions because of the creepos. Yeah, because it does, like, yeah. she has a whole list of, like, 
It was after the the joys of gay well, sex. She's be, like, if you're into this, that's cool. You know, yeah, put the notebook back. Put the notebook back. But well, my thing is too. With all of these clues, I doubt a predator would do this. Too much work. Too much work for them. <laughs> they prefer stalking, not looking up clues. Yeah, that's exactly. not their mo. Yeah, and it was it was fun. There was little moments where her first clue, he he immediately pulls out his phone to figure it out, and she says, "If you have to use your phone, yeah, put this book back. Like yeah. I don't, you need to know how to do this by yourself." Yeah, exactly. So it was all very cute, and he mm-hmm. runs around. He makes a fool out of himself yeah. for something he doesn't even know. Exactly. Why? Well, it's just fun. It's a treasure hunt. Yeah, and I, I like that about his character, that yeah. he was, like, really intrigued by this. Like, mm-hmm. like she's, like, the romantic Riddler. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just like books about literary nerds. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful beautiful creatures. People don't like right. it. But I, that's my one of my favorite parts of that whole book yeah. or movie is that the two characters are just, like... Literary nerds. Literary nerds. Yeah. And I don't think we get enough of that. Well, you get it all in Midnight Sun. <laughs> Which, you know what, started off okay and then went completely downhill. It's like she was trying really hard to be a better writer and to fill in these plot holes and make him less of an abusive yeah, character. Yep. And then she's like, oh, that's too much hard work. And then he just beats her. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. she tried really hard in the beginning, and it was a good book in the beginning. And then... Like, it was like she was trying to address some of the criticisms yeah. of Twilight mm-hmm. where he seems... Like abusive. Yeah. But oh, like, we're talking about Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> when he would say those lines, like, well, no one's going to believe you anyway. Yeah. Or whatever. Internally, he'd be like, why did I say that? Yeah, yeah. He'd be beating himself up. But he would never, but things. he would never clarify to her. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, well. And then it continually gets bad to where he's like, I wasn't angry at her. I was angry at myself. So I hate her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, what are you even doing? <laughs> I felt like a creep enough while I was staring at her sleeping. Why'd I have to be masturbating, too? I don't know. <laughs> so then I jumped inside her best friend's head just to watch her all day. Yeah. He was... That was creepy gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it got really creepy gross. I'm just saying that book got really creepy gross. But we digress. But he is a creepy vampire, so there you go. Now, I did have a bit of a problem with... There was a point... Well, I guess I, I want to know what books book she put that in between... Because she must be aiming for someone who would be in that section of the bookstore. I couldn't tell. She said it was part of her favorite books. So, But I couldn't read re- the spines. You think maybe it'll be revealed later? No, it was written on the spines, but I couldn't read the spines. Right. It was too small for me to read. Right. And they went by it kind of too fast. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't tell. I think that's kind of important information that I would like mm-hmm. to know. Maybe, And like I said, maybe it'll be revealed in the next episode. Yeah, maybe. Because this was the Dash episode. I'm assuming mm-hmm. the next episode is going to be from her perspective. Yeah. He grabs the book and he finishes the clues and it says, what are you doing for on Christmas, I think? No, are, will you be lonely on Christmas? Will you, are you going to be lonely on Christmas was the question that was the coded message. Right. And he's about to leave the store with the book, and the bookstore owner's like, no, you got to put that book back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but then he's already deciphered all the clues, so if anyone else finds it, Well, and two, her last thing says you have to put your response right. in this and then put it back on the shelf. Right. But he doesn't do that. He does walk off with it. He, like, steals the book He steals the book, yeah. And he goes home, and he thinks about it, and he says how much he hates Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
And then the rest of the episode is just him trying to, like, kind of trick her. Yeah. Into... Revealing herself. Revealing herself. And I like how she was like, I knew this was a trap. Yeah. (laughs) And then she, like, will punish him. Yeah. She's like, well, I know you don't like Christmas, so I want you to go into this, Mm -hmm. you know, toy department where Santa is, and you have to steal his hat. Yeah. Which is, like, really fun. And one other thing, kind of the last thing I honestly have... Yeah, I don't, to say. I don't, I don't have anything. I don't have much to say. I don't have anything. Guys, this was really cute. I don't want to be... I was really impressed because I legitimately liked this. Like, I feel bad because I feel like it's so easy to speak on things that you don't like. You can yeah. pick apart mm-hmm. all the little bits that you don't like. And when you do like something, I find it harder to... Compliment. Compliment it, I guess. <laughs> or, or just, like, find the words to, to praise it or mm-hmm. whatever. But just know that this was, like, one of the good ones that we've watched. Yeah, I, I, really I'm going to watch the rest of the series, probably. Oh, I'm not sure if we have time, though. I know it's only, like, 23 minutes, but we do have to watch, like, a Christmas movie per day. Yeah, it's true. Like, well, our schedule's already full. It's tight. I mean, I we really, Christmas I really can't every... handle, like, an hour and a half Christmas movie plus something else <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> not if you got Valhalla to play. Ugh, I can't wait to finish that dumb game. But one of the things that's going on in this that I did appreciate, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I just hope I can communicate this well, I thought it was cool that Dash's backstory is he had a girlfriend that he mm-hmm. loved, and mm-hmm. they broke up. But it was amenable. Yes. They liked each other. They It wasn't a bad breakup, so I'm thinking that's future conflict. Yeah, but I like the fact that it wasn't a, a nasty one. A nasty breakup. Because generally in these rom-com situations, it's always, well, he was cheating on me. She was cheating on me. It was yeah. always some sort of betrayal. Yeah, some kind of betrayal. Yeah. And I think there's a, a lot of nuance in that type of breakup. Yes. Where it's like, we still care about each other. Yeah. We still loved each other. I just have to go to Brazil. <laughs> I ha- I'm a teenager and my father is moving and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. And I think that's a different type of heartache mm-hmm. than just someone cheating on you. In yeah. fact, I think that's a more difficult heartache yes. to get over. Because like, if someone's cheating on you, they do something wrong, you can use your anger yeah. to like... You have a hatred. You have a hatred. It's difficult to get over, yes, but it's like there's something there mm-hmm. that can kind of help you through it. Yeah. But when it's so unresolved yeah that it's like there's nothing you can do that's a totally different Mm -hmm. heartache to me and so when he has it's much more complicated in my opinion yes so when he runs into her best friend and her Mm -hmm. best friend says oh she's in town yeah you understand his decision not to go Mm -hmm. is a little bit more complex than just like i don't want to see her yeah it's i don't want to see her because she's just going to leave again and this is going to suck all over again Mm -hmm. like it's been a year or whatever and i'm still hung up on her and i I can't deal with that again exactly so i i I like that and i hope they do something cool with it they didn't make her a bad person no which is nice i'm so thankful for some of these people not being bad people you know they're just people because it's so obvious in rom-coms there's always all these bad exes yeah and it's like you know what there's actually not that many bad exes and it's so it's so clear as an audience member or mm-hmm. watcher or viewer to say like well clearly she shouldn't be with chad yeah. uh, million bucks you know yeah. like he's a jerk she should be with mm-hmm. billy yeah. baker over here you know yeah. well most rom-coms are just cliche easy writing yeah exactly you know and so that's what they go with so going with an actual nuanced relationship yeah that's extremely complicated like this is the mark of a really good writer. Yeah, so you see this conflict that he's going to have. He's very intrigued by this person he's never met. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I don't think he's going to meet her until, like, the last episode. Yeah, oh, honestly. yeah, definitely. I think this is going to play out mm-hmm. for a few episodes. 
And then do I pursue that mm-hmm. or do maybe I pursue this thing, but like I know it right. might not work out, but maybe it can this time. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I think that's a I think that's an interesting mm-hmm. angle that I don't think I've really seen before. Right. And yeah. I would like to see um, Lily's perspective now. Yes. You know, I want to see what her conflict is. Yeah, because, you know, she's got to have one. Yeah, she and... has to have one. And uh, and she seems really interesting. They've made yeah. they've set her up to be very interesting. And mm-hmm. I love how the framing device of the show of how it ended. Yeah, because it ended where it began, which yeah, I thought was really cool. It, it begins with him bitching about Christmas. Yeah, and he passes by these carolers, and he in his internal monologue, he's complaining about how they've had too much eggnog, yeah. and they forget the lyrics. Mm-hmm. He gets pushed over by some woman. He doesn't see her face. Mm-hmm. She goes over there, and she starts singing. And in his internal monologue, he's like, at least somebody knows the lyrics. Yeah. Then the end, you see that the person who hit him was Lily, which was, I mean, clear. I, yeah. I mean, it wasn't really a surprise. But then, like, she starts singing, mm-hmm. and he's looking at her smiling, and yeah. you hear his internal monologue. At least somebody knows the lyrics. And it's exactly. like, oh, he was already talking about her. Like, there's yeah. already a connection yeah, going on. Yeah, that was really neat. And I, I really enjoyed that. I did, too. So, want to hear what other people have to say? Yeah, sure. I mean, looks like we're ending early. <laughs> but this was just good. I don't have much to say about it. It was a really good show. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. it wasn't bad. I liked his friends. This is why we watch the pilots. I think it's weird. If anyone lives in New York, do they have pizza parlors that also rent DVDs? I don't know, but that's great. I, I would love that combination. I, you know, in that's the small really town, cool. In the small town I grew up, I had a tanning bed and a rental place in the same store. Uh, yeah. So, I would tan... <laughs> <laughs> and then I would get my rental, <laughs> well, and it go. was a dollar. <laughs> but you know, actually, that makes sense though, to have a movie and a and a pizza. Yeah, like, we're gonna go home and chill and yeah. eat this pizza and watch a movie. This is kind of. I cool. miss movie rental places. I do too. I do they too. always had a weird, funky smell to them. Though. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I saw a tweet just this morning. I can't attribute it to anyone because I don't remember. But it was like they were playing passwords, okay. and the little kid's clue was old people's Netflix, <laughs> and the answer was blockbuster. Yeah. I miss going into Blockbuster. I do. I miss yeah. that feeling of just browsing. Yeah. You know, you don't, we've lost Like, you can that. browse online, but it's nowhere near as fun. Everything's 2D. Yeah, every, you, you know, you can't hold it. Well, I like holding things in my hand. And they curate things in, a, in an odd way that you don't get when you would just wander through aisles of yeah. Blockbuster. Where you would, like, you would see something you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And especially near the end when they had those, like, awesome deals where you could, like, rent a movie and, like, get yeah. a, one back if you returned it in time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you could just see any kind of weirdo stuff. Oh, yeah. We watch so many weird things. Like, I feel like everything moving towards a digital mm-hmm. platform makes it harder to discover things. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I am not a boomer. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I sound like a hipster, if anything. Uh, we are the original hipsters, to be quite honest. <laughs> original hipsters. Yeah, we are the first. We are the like first that, to be called that. I feel like that would be the name of your uh, rap album. Original hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my flighting album. Yeah, you're your flighting Yeah, because I can't rap, but I can flight. <laughs> Our first review is from someone named Noronimilitica. Perfect. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> this is written on the 10th of November. It says, be careful. Be warned. Warning spoilers. Oh, she says for the whole season? Uh, Yeah, so I oh, guess skip I'm skip it. Skip it, skip it, skip it. Sorry. <laughs> this is going to be even shorter than normal today. I don't want to know the spoilers because in case I do watch it, I want to watch yeah. it unfold on my own. Yeah, I don't want to know mm-hmm. really either. So sorry, I hate guys. spoilers. I hate spoilers. Maybe should we find a different review? No, no. You've got another one there. Okay. This is uh, from Sketch Poet John. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's a flighter. <laughs> uh, we have absolutely refreshing, 
Very cute, clever, and endearing. Hooked from the pilot. Looking forward to see how this pans out. Makes a nice change from teenagers swearing, using drugs, and trying to get laid. That just gets old and poisons our <laughs> well, youth. Well, I cut out the poisons our youth, but it is old. Yeah. yeah. I, well, then that's kind of what we were saying in not such a pedantic way. <laughs> we were trying to be cool about it. Failing, <laughs> <laughs> but we were trying. But, I mean, like, it, it was different. It was just like, he, yeah, because, like, sex wasn't really coming into it. Well, they had a, a mildly sensuous scene, I suppose. With oh, right, with them talking about betting. Betting. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, overt, and they weren't yeah. doing anything. No. I don't even think they kissed. They were just lying on bed talking yeah. to one another. Yeah. So, you know, It was nice. It, it was, was nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It felt real if you're that kind of precocious teenager that's right. into, like, literature and stuff. Yeah. So. Literary um, nerd. Literary nerds. Yeah. So, th- I think this is a good rom-com for literary nerds, yeah. really. I was at home with it. Yeah. 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 Me too. Don't have anything else to say. Do you have? Oh, okay. Um, Are there bad reviews? Well, that was the one I was going to read, but that had a spoiler. The bad review had the spoiler. Yeah. We'll get another bad review then. Okay, hold on. So we have a couple of bad. Uh, one star. One stars. Okay. From Jody XCX, she says, "Horrible! This series is so bad and horrendous. Both me and my girlfriend want to die watching this." Um. Okay. Wow. That, I feel like it's a bit dramatic. Wow. Okay. I feel like But some, why? Yeah, the, give me a reason. It well, was what, just one line. What What about it is so bad to you? I don't know. Like, I, because I, I feel like some people just don't like this style. Well, and, like, why would she watch the entire series? That's a good point. I mean, you could have stopped you at the first anytime, episode. Anytime. Why do you watch the whole thing that you don't like? <laughs> I don't understand this concept. <laughs> if you don't like something, don't push yourself through it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, we... Another one-star review from Hippilipex says, Don't need naked boyfriends in bed every episode. Wait a second. Where did I miss the naked boyfriend? Uh, it must be in a future episode. Not okay. fun to watch with my 14-year-old kids. Uh, they're 14. You're, trust me, you're 14. Oh, they've already kids. had hand jobs. <laughs> Cute story minus the naked brother and boyfriend in all Who episodes. is the naked brother? Yeah, well, maybe we'll see that in the next episode. Yeah, well, I'm watching. Okay, we're good. we'll do two more because these are really short. These yeah. people don't feel like they're putting much thought into they're why they not. don't like it. They're, 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 it's very knee-jerk reactions. Yeah. It feels very superficial why they don't yeah, like it. Yeah, like I need you to spell it out for me what you don't like other than the naked brother. Like I understood the 10-star review because she, yeah. she went in, even if she was saying like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was cute. It was poison yeah. for kids or whatever. Yeah. Oh. But uh, perfect for people who love audiovisual torture. This is embarrassingly bad. Horrible script, over-the-top cliche, an eight-year-old could have written better dialogue. I don't think she understands what Christmas rom-com cliches are because this is so not. Yeah. Yeah, do you watch? Mm -hmm. Like, we watch a lot. Now, this might have been their first foray into a Christmas rom-com. Even so, though. And even, and so maybe they thought this was cliche of a happy ending. Well, it's a... We don't rom-com. even know it's okay, the happy let me let me spell this out for people who watch romances or who know nothing about romances. The very definition, in fact, you can't even put this in a romance category unless the ending has a happy, happy for ending. now yeah. or a happily ever after. Yeah. Otherwise, it is not romance. So sometimes authors will come up and they'll be like, I don't want the reader knowing they're getting together at the end. No, no. That doesn't make this sense. This is a romance. That is the ending. Yeah, otherwise Always. it's a tragedy. Otherwise, or... you cannot put it in this genre. Right. You cannot. Yeah. <laughs> I I, yeah, yeah, people like... Uh, you so when a, you're watching a... rom-coms, it's a romance comedy. They have to end up together 
that is how it you, works. You know what you're getting into with the genre. Yes. You're not watching a romance to watch them, like... Die. Die, go their separate <laughs> ways. Yeah. Grow apart. No, that's not how this works. You know, so that yeah. That is not a rom- Dash romance. Dash and Lily will 100% by the end mm-hmm. resolve. Yes. You know... It I, has to, otherwise it's not a rom-com. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'll give you one more bad review since they're so short. Boring and Corny by Will Galebraith. Okay. says, watching two wealthy kids running around complaining about everything in life is not enjoyable. The story <laughs> has was also boring and slow. Now, I agree. Okay, I, can, I, I agree with parts of that. I don't disagree. At least yeah. he was giving some, some actual specifics. Yeah. Because I was bored with him being all whiny and bitchy, too, at the beginning. Well, it's like why I can never listen to... I was never into, like, bands like Stained. It Ugh, reminds me of that. Yeah. Like, you would listen to these bands talk about how depression... I mean, depression... Sorry. Yeah. Depression can happen for anybody. But it's really hard, especially when I was, like, yeah. younger, to listen to someone who is, like, a multi-millionaire, yeah. famous bitch about how hard their life is. Yeah, You know, exactly. it's like, well, guess what, guy? It's hard <laughs> for everybody, you know? My favorite were always and, the and bands who lived money. in, like, nice suburbia. Yeah. And everybody was always nice to them. They're like, my life sucks. Well, I'm like, are you kidding me? What well, is like, wrong with you? Well, it's like the big one that they keep bringing up right now is Kid Rock. He always okay. tries to portray himself as this, like, country man of the people. Ugh. He grew up upper, like, upper class. He has, like, a huge sprawling Whoa. mansion that he grew up in. Gross. Yeah. Wow. So, there's there's a bit of phoniness there. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing wealthy kids having a life You know, either. a uh, lot of people suffer. Everybody suffers. Yeah. Everybody suffers. Yeah. Even the most uh, well-balanced person in the world suffers. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to judge the movie just because the kids... But I don't want to see them bitching all the time. Yeah. There like, is a big difference. Yeah. You can have a bad day and complain about it, but uh, don't complain about your great life every single day. Yeah, exactly. When this kid is in his, like, penthouse... Yeah. Uh, you know... Enjoying his pizza and watching a fun, Drinking dumb his dad's French bourbon and, and stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't give me that nonsense. Um, I didn't find it boring and slow. I actually felt it... I thought it went by Co- fast. It cooked right along for me. I thought so, too. It ended almost perfectly for me. Because mm-hmm. when it had the framing device of Lily yeah. running into him, I was like, oh, no, are we only halfway through this episode? Because right. I'm like, now it's going to feel a little long. Yeah, because then you said, oh, we're on Lily's perspective now. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, we're going to see the whole thing we just saw from Lily's perspective, which we are probably mm-hmm. in the next episode. But I thought it was going to be, like, right then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this right now. Exactly. But, yeah, again, I have no complaints about this. I wouldn't change much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it's a one-and-done season. I don't want to see Dash and Lily season two. Yeah, I don't either. But if it's, like, I, I don't know. I think it's, like, if you have time mm-hmm. during your lunch break and yeah. you want something just to kind of watch. Light and fluffy. Light and fluffy. Kind mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah. Gets you in the Christmas Where, you know, spirit. you don't have to worry about somebody coming up to be like, what you watching? You yeah. Know, yeah. They're not going to walk in and see some dude's wang hanging yeah, out. Well, you know? Apparently, maybe. Maybe. We don't know. No, oh, right. This the naked is, brother. The brother I, the... I can't say. What do they mean by that? Because some were like... You didn't see the sex or the drugs like in most. But then another person was complaining about a naked brother. Was yeah. it because he was shirtless? <laughs> there was no penetration. Was it because he was shirtless? I'm thinking it's because know. he was shirtless. shirtless. I'll have to see. But even so, I mean, this That's is... That's not naked. That's just is, shirtless. This is clearly a show made for people, teenagers and yeah. older. You yeah. know, like this yeah. is not... 
It's not for little, little kids. No. Like, I wouldn't have my eight-year-old watch it. I wouldn't it. have Jake because, and Hunter watch this. Because they'd be bored to death. They wouldn't even get it. Oh, hell no. But I think... I but, mean, there's no, like, pooping dude in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they should put one in there. But, like, if I had a... If Jake was a teenager, I would have no problem watching this. Movie. Yeah. Like, whatever. No problem. Like... What, what are you so I would have a, What are you so I would have a much of? bigger problem watching Game of Thrones with my boys. Oh, my God. And people let their kids watch that so, stuff all the time. <laughs> this was like yeah. 2%. This is like <laughs> nothing. This is like PG all the way. Yeah, all the way. It's like drifting into PG-13 territory, maybe. No, I, I no, doubt like, that. But like that person, there's no bad language. No. There's no sexuality. There's no yeah. drugs. It's just two kids. Finding love. I can't really object to that. Yeah, I can't either. You know? I mean, unless you're jealous of the two kids finding love at their age. Maybe. Maybe people are jealous of, of these, like, really young kids finding love, at, you know, early in life. Or You know, that's a great point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we found love super early in life, too. Right. So that we see something like this and we're like, yeah, this happens all the yeah, time. Because it happened to us super fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we have no problem believing this. Believing. Maybe, because we've maybe, never been through that bitterness, I think. Uh, maybe. Maybe if you haven't been through that bitterness. Yeah. Maybe if you're coming from a certain jaded perspective, it's hard, yeah. to, hard to wrap your mind around yeah. this. I don't know. So, yeah, we haven't had any bitterness. No. No. no, I met you when I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had bitterness. No. <laughs> I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess maybe if you've grown up, if you've had a lot of terrible relationships, yeah. maybe it's difficult to watch something like this. Yeah, and be maybe. Like, oh. Yeah. But I don't know. Mm. I, I feel like you could also really relate with Dash, though, and be like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Watch I, it for yourself. Make your own decision. Yourself. Make, your own, make your own freaking minds make up. Make your own decision. Why do we God. have to make your minds up for you? I recommend watching it, though. I do, too. I thought it was adorable. Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we will be watching... Okay, so next week, we're going to... Prob- we're de- detouring a bit away from rom-coms. Well, now, okay, Dolly Parton does have her new one. Yes, she does, and she just saved all our lives. And she did just save all of our lives. Maybe we should watch her show okay. instead of Christmas Chronicles too, because then that means we have to watch Christmas Chronicles one. Right, and that's take up. A and lot that of time. takes up more time. And I don't remember if I liked the first one. I thought it was okay. It was okay. 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 So okay, okay, we're we're calling it audible on the fly. We were going to do Christmas Chronicles two. Right. We're gonna skip that. Let's do Dolly Parton special. We're gonna do, I don't or know Mariah Carey's special because I could watch that one again. Yeah, that was because great. everybody hates her, and it's so obvious they do. Maybe we should watch <laughs> both and compare and contrast. But we're, we're okay. So, so we are going to watch next week Christmas on the Square, starring Dolly Parton. And Hell yeah! I think that's a great idea, and it's yeah. probably going to be another episode where we're just fawning over fawning Dolly, fawning over the whole thing. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, so remember, oh, remember that Christmas movie where she's an angel and she has to put these good. two together, but she ends up falling in love with the husband. Oh my god! And she's like, oh, but as a Christmas angel, I can't do that. So then she gets them back together. That's right. Yeah, that was a good. And one. then she finally gets into heaven because she was like a skank or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton doesn't have the greatest movies in the world. What are you talking about? <laughs> Love Dolly Parton. <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. I'm just saying her, uh-huh. her movies aren't always. How dare you? 
How dare you? It's like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so next week, Christmas on the Square with Dolly Parton. Hell yeah. See you then. Bye.